Hi there. Welcome to the Earth to MM podcast. This is the audio version of a blog that I have already posted on my website, earth2mm.com. MM stands for Mary Mad or Mary Madeline, and that is who is talking right now. Um, So welcome. Thanks for hanging out. This podcast is going to be a little bit different where I'm going to kind of read the podcast, I mean the blog word for word, but I am going to um, maybe interject with any thoughts that come to mind as I go. Hopefully it's a little bit more organic. I'm just going to try it out and see what happens. So this is... um, Based off the blog post to the prayerless Christian who longs to be prayerful, prayerful, here is how. So, um, I feel for you because I've actually been you. If you are listening to this and you feel like you want to pray more, but you don't know how, I just know what that's like. Um, I know what it's like to have a passion for Jesus and to really, truly believe in your deepest soul. That he is the essence of life, but also just feel like prayer is a burden and it's not really a joy. You try praying, but it never really seems to do much. You even start a prayer journal and you have resolved to go through it each morning, but you fall short only three days in. And the time you were praying anyway just felt so dry, like you were talking to air. And so you resolve that maybe the Christian life is meant to feel dry all the time. And then you try going through the Psalms and you try to pray them, but they just don't seem to well come out of your mouth naturally. So you begin to wonder if prayer is really all that important. You're slowly being lured into the lie by the enemy into a life of subtle, passive prayerlessness if you haven't already fallen for the trap. So this is the post for you from a girl who used to be prayerless herself, who can now with confidence say that her life is more prayerful than it has ever been. These tips I'm about to give to you aren't a step-by-step how-to, rather than they're just pleased from my heart of like, this is what has worked for me. And a lot of them require a lot of introspection. So I really want you to sit with these things. I want you to ask friends about them. I want you to talk to friends about them. Um, Even if you have no one else to talk to, feel free to DM me. I'm happy to... um, lend a listening ear for a minute. Um, But if we're being honest, the real reason most of us don't pray is because we don't really want to. It seems dry and you just probably don't have the real desire because if you did, this is the way desire works, you would actually be praying because we chase as humans, we chase after what we truly desire. That's the nature of desire. So if you aren't praying, it's probably because you don't really want to. However, I've been in that place. And so I'm going to show you in this post, in this podcast, how I actually have begun to love prayer um, and how it's been ignited in my life. And so the first thing I have to say to you is to take C.S. Lewis's advice. And his advice is this, to bring before God Not what ought to be in us, but what is in us. I'm going to say that again. To bring before God, not what ought to be in us, but what is truly in us. The problem with prayers we most often hear is they don't usually, aren't usually the deepest cry of our soul. Or like Lewis says, they aren't actually what is in us. 
They are the things we have heard others pray but aren't true of us. The truest thing on your heart today might not actually be the thing that you mentioned in prayer group this morning, like your annoying classmate that you want to be kind to. But the truest thing might actually be that you are infected to the bones with insecurity or that you are so massively hurt by a thing a friend said or that you feel dirty and nasty from something you said or something you did or that you are so emotionally exhausted or that you have a sin that you can't overcome and you don't know what your way out and you feel desperate. So sure, pray that you are kind to your annoying classmate. Ask the Lord to give you the desire to be kind. We want that to happen. But also, before you do that, pray that the hurt that feels like it's going to pour out from you or explode from you, pray that the Lord heals it. Pray the secrets that you don't want anyone else to know. Pray that prayer that you're afraid to admit to God or even to yourself. Because if you pray that prayer, you just might find that the Lord will sanctify you from your core and the deepest cry of your soul. And then the prayer to your to be kind to your classmate, like that's going to come way more naturally because you will have experienced the healing power of prayer, which is actually to be known in your deepest parts and be loved by God in spite of it all. And really, if we go back to the classmate, that's the essence of kindness. It's to be known and to be loved no matter what. And so if you can accept God's kindness, if you allow it to infuse into your life, into the deepest parts of you, it will be way easier to do that for your classmate. And that prayer to be kind to your classmate will actually be more true, more honest. And I will say you have a better shot at being kind to your classmate. So dear prayerless believer, I beg you to bring before him, not what ought to be in you, but what is actually in you. This, guys, this will change you from your foundation, from the deepest parts of you, which will change everything else. And actually, this is simply um, the old is Eden, beautiful, freeing art of confession, which I talk a lot about in my book, Contemplations of a Collegiate Christian. Fun fact, I even thought about naming it Confessions of a Collegiate Christian because um, that's what it kind of felt like to me, but I felt like Contemplations did fit a little bit better, but that's a side note. So in my opinion, confession is actually the meat of prayer. It's the thing that will ignite your prayer life like nothing else. I actually think it's the thing that's really, really missing from modern evangelical prayer life. So so that was the first thing. That was the longest. The second is kind of the how-to of the first. I want you to ask three essential questions. So in order to bring before him what is actually in us, we have to actually know what is in us. Am I right? So it is really hard. Most of us actually don't know ourselves really well. Introspection is very difficult for a lot of us, especially those of us who don't have introspective personalities. So I do, but I know many people don't. And so Even as an introspective person, this is really helpful for me, these three questions. And I want you to ask them to yourself whether you consider yourself introspective or not. We all can um, learn things about ourselves. So what these are the three questions. First of all, what do I most desire right now? What do you most desire? 
Number two, what do you most fear right now? And number three, what brings you the most joy right now? So, like I said earlier, most of us have heard a million prayers that sound like, Dear God, please help out so-and-so do this. Please heal so-and-so from this. Bless this food, aka the donuts, to the nourishment of our bodies. Amen. So, these are the thing. This is the thing. Those prayers are not bad or wrong. They can really be spoken from a place of honesty. And there are many people who are sick in this world and we definitely want them to be healed and we want our food to sustain us to the, and fuel us to the glory of God. And many of us have a million but this is the thing. Sorry. <laughs> many of us have a million other little and large struggles on our minds that aren't really physical ailments and blessings for food. But we don't know how to bring them before the Lord because we all we've heard is in a model for prayer, model for prayer is talking about sickness and blessing the food. And so what I'm saying when we ask these questions is you will begin to discover what you really need to pray about. So by all means, like I said, pray for healing, pray for your food, bless it. But also, especially, especially, especially in your private prayer life, and I would encourage you to find one friend, one really good friend who you can trust, who's a safe place to also tell these things. And that's like the art of confession too. In James, he talks about confess your sins and you will be healed. And he's talking about physical healing in that context. But I think I have experienced also the emotional and spiritual healing. So find those deepest parts of yourself. Find what you desire the most. Um, find what out what you fear the most. Find out what brings you the most joy. And this is the thing, y'all. With these three questions, I could really unpack these. And I might do that in th- another thing. What you think you desire the most might not actually be, if you're really, really honest with yourself, what you desire the most. What you think you fear the most if you're really being honest with yourself, might not be what you think you fear the most. What brings you the most joy might not be something cute and fun. It might be something sinful. So like these questions might seem self-focused, but, but the point is to, is to bring out what is, what is bad or what is wrecking havoc on our souls and bring it before the Lord. And in this, you have hit the heart of prayer if you're here. So if you'd like me to talk more about those questions, I would love to. I I think I really might do that in a later podcast. Just let me know. So those were the two longest. I have three more quick things for you. So thirdly, just pray for dependence. If there is one way to be sure you will learn how to pray, it is desperation. So even people who don't believe in God pray when they feel desperate. I have had an agnostic and atheist friends who are comforted by and even immensely thankful for prayer, even from strangers. I know that sounds surprising, but it's really true. Essentially, this is the thing. The practice of true confession, what we've been talking about this whole time, is a practice of dependence. It shows that there is nowhere else to run. Nowhere else to hide, nowhere else to be safe, all options are gone. And nowhere else to find satisfaction, that is your des- the, the essence of your desires, safety, the essence of your fears, and joy, the essence of where you find your joy, but in God himself. So pray for dependence, 
pray for desperation, if you will. I pray for these things all the time. And I know that sounds crazy, but that is um, what what has brought me to prayer and what brings me to life. So fourthly, pray for the desire. Almost, y'all, I kid you not, almost half the time I go to prayer, I do not actually want to pray. My flesh is what's screaming out the loudest, not my new creation self. So what do you do when you don't want to pray? You go into the secret place of your heart with God. You, I mean, you can go into your bedroom. You can get in the, I like to get in the car because no one's going to find me in there. Make sure my phone is off so I'm not accidentally calling someone and they hear my, all my secrets. And you confess that you don't actually want to pray. You ask for the desire to pray. You ask for the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and to help you pray even though you don't want to. You fight against your flesh and you pray anyway. So that is pray for the desire. And lastly, is connected to it. The last thing I have to say is just show up. Earnestly seek your God. Get your whole heart into the game. Ask a friend to come over and pray with you. If you need to, just say, hey, I know this sounds weird, but I really need someone to help me pray. Will you please come over this afternoon for an hour and just pray with me? Help me learn how to pray. Pull out a verse that always gets your heart lit up and on fire for the Lord and pray it if that's what it takes. The true work of a believer, the true, your true work as a believer is not necessarily to memorize scripture or to evangelize to someone today. All those, those are wonderful things and you should do those. But it is to be in an intimate relationship with God. The true work of life in Christ is in the heart. So do not lose this battle. Do not lose the battle today to pray. The true work of a believer is against spiritual authorities and rulers in darkness that are telling you that you don't actually need to talk to God today. He doesn't actually need to hear what's on your heart. You don't really need him. If you feel like you don't want to pray, but you know you need to, then do all the things above. Do whatever it takes to just pray anyway. More than likely, this is what will happen. And I'll leave you with this encouragement. You'll get lost in conversation with God and wonder why you didn't go in the first place. Um, that is my testament. This is what has helped me pray. Um, I hope it helps you. I hope it encourages you today. And I'm going to write another post about practical habits that have helped me wage war against the enemy and wage war for others through intercession and prayer. So be on the lookout for that, just the practicalities. But this is the heart of the matter. So um, I hope this encourages you. Feel free to check out more resources um, on earthtomm.com. I plan on just making blogging and podcasts more of a routine and more of a discipline in my life. And so um, if you have something that you think you want me to speak on or speak into or you just want personal resources that I might have come about, please feel free to reach out at um, my Instagram. It's earth underscore two underscore mm. Um, you can also reach out email on my website, just um, any way that fits you best. And that's all I have for you. Thanks. Have a good day.